hauntings. True crime. Horror. Halloween. Weird days. Welcome to the dark side of travel and beyond, beyond, beyond. You're listening to Haunt Chants with your host and guide, Courtney Murak. The Omni Parker House is one of three romantic historic hotels with haunted 10th floors. The other two are the Skirvin Hilton in Oklahoma City and the Drake in Chicago. However, the Omni Parker House may have the most active 10th floor of them all. Even better, the Omni Parker House is very open about its restless spirits. The concierges keep a ghostly encounters handout handy for your reading pleasure if you care, or should I say dare, to read it. In some cases, floor numbers are mentioned. In others, specific room numbers are. Of the eight stories, half of them are about paranormal activity on the 10th floor. When I wrote about how to conjure the spirit of Charles Dickens in the haunted mirror at the Omni Parker House for the book The Feminine Macabre, or should I say anthology, I dug out the ghostly encounter sheet to refresh my memory about all of their ghost stories. My favorite is the very last one, which I've titled The Apparition in Room 1012 at the Omni Parker House. Here's how the story is written on the sheet. A mother and a daughter were spending the night in room 1012. The daughter awoke around daybreak to find a gentleman dressed in period garments of the later 1800s standing at the end of her bed. The gentleman sported a large grin as if he was asking, Are you enjoying your stay? When she smiled back, the gentleman gracefully disappeared. The woman was amazed to find the portrait of her nightly visitor hanging in the dining room when she went down for breakfast. It was the portrait of Harvey Parker. As part of my research for my article in The Feminine Macabre, I also did a little quick googling to see what other Omni Parker House ghost story info I might dig up. That's how I came across Unpacked a blog by Omni Hotels and Resorts. In 2016, they did a haunted hotel series. One of the hotels they featured was Boston's Omni Parker House. The post started with an excerpt from a 1992 Boston Globe interview with John Brem, a longtime bellman, who said he first heard about the ghost of Harvey Parker when he started working at the hotel in 1941. They used to say he roamed the halls on the 10th floor annex. There were many stories, but one in particular happened around 1950. An elderly woman guest insisted she saw an apparition outside room 1078. At first, it was a misty apparition in the air, then it turned toward her. She said it was a heavy-set older man with a black mustache. He just looked at her, then faded away. She came downstairs a bit jittery, and security went up to the 10th floor. 
They checked it out, but reported they could find nothing. But it was the next paragraph that particularly intrigued me. To those who knew Harvey Parker, such sightings, which have not been reported for two decades now, could hardly come as a shock. A perfectionist who kept his hands in every detail of his restaurant and hotel operations, he played the ultimate host to ordinary folks and world-famous guests. A host, it would seem, who could never really bring himself to leave. Is it a matter that he hasn't been spotted at all, or that he has, but no one has come forward to report seeing him? I don't know. But it also makes me wonder about something I came across while researching whether the Guinness Book of World Records ever really did proclaim Pluckley the most haunted village which they did, but have since removed such categories since they can't be proved. Anyway, on the same page as the Pluckley info, there was a category next to it for most durable ghosts. It stated, ghosts are not immortal and seem to deteriorate after 400 years. The most outstanding exception to their normal half-life would be the ghosts of Roman soldiers thrice reported still marching through the cellars of the treasurer's house, York Minster, after nearly 19 centuries. Before that, I'd never heard that ghosts, like people, expire after a certain amount of time. But do they? Again, I don't know. However, say that was true. Harvey Parker died in 1884. He's only 136 years old in ghost years. He should have at least another 200 to 250 years left. Unless he expired early, or perhaps followed someone home. Or is he still there, quietly and anonymously watching unnoticed? During our stay at the Omni Parker House in 2019, I went to explore the various floors I read about on the ghostly encounter sheet, like the 3rd and 10th floors. I wasn't actively investigating. I just wanted to get some photos and videos of each floor, as well as pictures of rooms 303, 1012, and 1040. Recently, I was going through the videos and came across a curious sound on one of them. It was on a video where I was headed to check out room 1012, which also happens to be where my favorite story on the ghostly encounter sheet took place. It's the one about the lady who saw an apparition when she woke up. He vanished, but when she went down to breakfast, she saw his portrait and discovered it was none other than Harvey Parker himself. But in general, the 10th floor of the Omni Parker House is one of the most active. Lots of people have reported experiencing paranormal activity there, including now us. Did I accidentally catch an EVP? I'll play it a few times, once at its normal volume. You'll hear me say activity to the right, which was me just mumbling to myself after reading the room number direction sign and discovering which way room 1012 was. But right after that, what was that? 
I'd like to think that if I'd heard it at the time, I'd have made some sort of comment. I didn't say anything or giggle or even make an inappropriate joke, which is something I totally would have done. I mean, hotel plus weird noises equals someone's getting busy and that would have struck me as totally funny. Anyway, that's why I'm inclined to think that I did not hear it at the time. But give it a listen for yourself and see what you think. Activity to the right. Activity to the right. Here's the part where I enhanced it, so it's really loud. Did you hear it? What do you think it is? Is it someone calling out? A moan? A sound from the beyond? I don't know, but when I played it for my husband, it raised both his eyebrows and the hairs on his arms. Which isn't too good, because in case I never mentioned it before, he's not into all of this ghost stuff like I am. He tolerates it, and because he's a supportive husband, he suffers me booking us into allegedly haunted hotels. However, between this and the footsteps that woke us up in our room at the Driscoll in Austin, which is an episode for another time. He may stop being so agreeable to staying in haunted hotels. You've been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Morak, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this audio journey. Did you like what you heard? If so, the best ways to show your appreciation are by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts from, leaving a review if your podcast provider permits it, or by sharing this episode. If you're curious about the music, almost all of it comes from filmmusic.io, unless otherwise specified in the show notes, which is also where all artists and song titles are listed. And if you'd like to continue exploring with me beyond the podcast, you can always jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net or socially on Instagram and YouTube. I sure do appreciate you taking the time to sail the airwaves with me. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.